Welcome to North Dakota Has a Podcast. Oh, damn it. Welcome to North Dakota Has Wi-Fi podcast in which we talk about whatever we want to because we're that popular. Joining us are never guests. Maybe someday a guest, but usually never. Enjoy the episode. Hello, fellow North Dakotans, and welcome to the first episode of the North Dakota Has Wi-Fi podcast from Levi River and Adrian Hernandez. And today's the first episode. Um, we're just going to get into us, who we are, why we decided to start this podcast, maybe a little bit of what we want it to be. All right. So what kind of podcast do you listen to? So I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. Let me um, look at my phone just to make sure I don't forget any podcasts that are like huge on my list. One that I love to listen to that has been sort of off the air for a while now is Inbox. And it's a podcast from Nicole Dressbell and Matt Straub. And they have this hilarious podcast where they host comedians and they look through their inbox and as a kid and then like as I've grown up, it's just kind of been there in the background. I play it a lot and I love to listen to, especially the email roulette portion. It's just, it's just a fantastic podcast. It's very funny. Um, every single day I listen to Up First from NPR and then I also like to listen to Dear Hank and John um, from the Green Brothers and then other NPR podcasts as well. Okay, nice. Um, I remember we had talked one day about Midnight Gospel and you showed me it. Yes. And I've been addicted to it ever since. What is your favorite episode on that one? So my favorite episode of Midnight Gospel is actually the last episode. I really enjoy it. Um, I really feel like it's good. It's one that he records. Um, it's, it's from a podcast episode that Duncan Trussell report, recorded with his mother. And his mother is like a, a meditation teacher, I believe she was. And it's just a very sweet po- um, podcast that was then turned into this episode of the Midnight Gospel on Netflix that shares like the love between the mother and son and a lot of really good depth and, and interesting information from from two people who are very good people and have a lot to offer. Okay, if you don't mind, I'm going to read the little okay thing at the bottom because so the guy's name is uh clancy yes in the netflix show yes so it reads clancy joins his mother on a on an emotional journey through the wondrous cycle of birth life and death with Deneen findig duncan trussell's late mother so i remember you telling me to watch it and we had watched it together mm-hmm. and i've never seen a show that just made me so emotional i wanted to cry yeah, it's 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 such, it's such a I, I just love the show. Like I got addicted to it after you told me about it, and it's funny because um, <laughs> the little characters inside it, the artwork behind it, it's just amazing and funny. But then it goes on that journey, and as you com- as you continue watching it, <laughs> yeah, it hits very deep, and then it becomes lighthearted later, but. If you guys ever get a chance, just know it's on Netflix. It's called Mouse of Silver, and you'll freaking love it. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Do you have anything else? Um, 
What What do you mean? I'll continue. <laughs> okay, like in terms of like books and podcasts and movies and stuff like that. Yes. Um, in terms of what I would like to watch on Netflix, actually, I on Peacock I watch a lot of The Office. It recently transferred there from Netflix, and that's NBC Universal streaming service. It is fantastic. Like The Office, I just have it there in the background. A lot of nights when I go to sleep, and um, lonely nights in the as I do everything exactly like it just is is great. The Office is is one of those like mockumentary style sitcoms that will just be a classic in like TV forever. All right. What about your brothers and sisters? Do you have any any siblings? Yeah. So I have three sisters and three brothers. Um, Two, two of my siblings are older than me. I have one older brother and one older sister, and then the rest are younger. And um, yeah, being third was interesting. You know, I was born to people, and then, <laughs> so I was born in a family where I had siblings that often acted like my older parents because they, one of them was seven years older than me and the other one was five years older than me. And then as I grew up, I had so many younger siblings that I then, sort of started to treat other children like that. <laughs> and I often feel like I have like all these children because because I would I would watch them or just spend a lot of time with them um, as they were growing up and before I left the house. Nice, okay. Um, you know, I, back home, I always had a favorite, but I'd never try to show it because I know they would get jealous. Yeah. Who is your favorite? Um, a lot of my life, my older sister was my favorite because we got along better. Because being seven years older than me, she was kind of removed from the issues that I like had with my brother. Like we just fight a lot because he was like close enough in age to me. And then um, as I got older, and my sister and I would have like disagreements about things because I I was becoming an adult and having you know more complicated thoughts. I I got to know like my little siblings and then when I had my littlest sibling who is only five now I I would say she's my favorite now just because like she's so innocent and sweet and tiny and <laughs> and I love to like be with her so yeah it kind of like was a older sister and then youngest sister <laughs> Okay. Like, never a brother. No, just kidding. I love my <laughs> brothers. brothers don't count. <laughs> but but it's kind of just gone through each of my sisters. Yeah. Do you have like a fond mem- memory between either of them? One of my fondest memories was just going to the park, doing little photography shoots with my older sister. She she loved photography. Still gets into it a little bit, and she would take pictures of me, and um, sometimes I would get to take pictures, and I loved doing that, and. And then with my younger sister, the middle one, um, we would go out sometimes, especially as I got my license, I would like drive her places and we'd have fun talking about different things. And, um, and then my littlest sister, Audrey, um, sometimes I'd do the same thing with her. Like we'd go to the park, um, I, I'd take all my little siblings and we'd go to the park um, as I got older, as I moved out and stuff like that. So yeah, that's sweet memories with all of them. Um, but now I don't, have too much communication with them um, just because as, as a pretty young child um, about the age of 13 I started to realize that I was queer and 
I knew that that was going to be an issue with my parents. Um, I'm from a really religious background. Um, my dad's a pastor, and both of my parents are very serious with their faith. So I knew that that would be an issue. And at first, I didn't accept myself. I just tried to get around it. And then I, as I grew up, I, I realized what a lot of queer people realize is that their their life is really only going to move in a positive direction if they accept themselves and understand that that God or whatever they believe in has a purpose for them and that within that purpose was them being queer. And so at some point I just had to admit that and and accept that in myself. And well, when did you know? When did I know that I was queer? Yes. I I knew probably just when I was like 12 or 13. Was so there like something that happened? I just, I have like a journal entry and it's the first time that I look back and see that I recognize it because before I, I, I think I just, I just didn't see it. And so um, I have a journal entry where I'm basically recognizing the fact that I have like a crush on like one girl and I only, I only have crushes on guys apart from that. So that was when I admitted it to my journal. Before then I have no record of when I knew um, but I know that it, it took me longer than some people, than it does for some people to know. I know there are kids that are like, I'm gay. Yeah, as as <laughs> yes. four years old, I was playing with, you know, Barbies, and that's how I knew that I was queer, or that's how I knew that I was trans. Or they hear their first Britney song, and it's just like, exactly. oh, I'm gay. <laughs> exactly. For me, it was like a very specific, like, oh, I like guys. Okay, I must be at least a little bit queer. And then... I, at first, I really did try to fight that. I really tried to lean into my my conservative Christianity. And then as I accepted myself, I realized that there was this home for me in progressive Christianity. I started going to a new church that wasn't my dad's anymore. And I found a lot of sweet people there. And that was like the turning point for me in, in almost every facet of my life and my worldview. Which is interesting. Um, hearing your story, I think about mine. And I try and compare, and I realize that we're we're on completely different ends of the spectrum. I know. A <laughs> um, whole 360, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's completely different. We can't really pause. We can oh. just edit this out. Oh, okay, we'll just edit it out. All right. So that was perfect. I liked it. Um, I'll just edit whatever it is yeah. I need to edit out, starting... At around minutes. 10 yeah, yeah. of the second recording. Yes. Um, let's see. Are you sure you can splice two recordings together? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, pretty easily? Yeah. Okay. Uh, plus, I can always ask my old boss, because he has a podcast right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's his podcast about? Um, so it's about health, journeys. Um, so it's about people. Oh, uh, really? What they've been through, how they can improve, where they realize that they've changed in life. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a journey he goes on with everybody, yeah. and he just tries to empower you and make you realize, like, oh, you're important. You're not just somebody. You are a person. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. But yes. All right. If you want to... Yeah. Are you, do you so, have anything else to say? No. So what, we're, what we will do is take up to when I said the last thing that we want to include. And then we're going to start it off right about here at about 11. And 
I'm going to say, on a lighter note, let's get into um, you, um, what you like, what you like to listen to. So let's do that now. Okay. Uh, should we start out with like who I am first? Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll do it. <clears throat> so on a lighter note, um, let's kind of pivot and get into like who you are, what you like to listen to, what podcasts you like to listen to, what movies and TV shows you're into, your influences you're growing up. So first off, what is your name and how old are you? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. It feels like I'm back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Every class you go to, like the very first day. Hi, what's your name? How old are you? Yeah, stand up. <laughs> yeah, stand up, please. <laughs> Everybody in the circle. <laughs> All right. Hi, um, my name's Adrian Hernandez. I'm from California. <laughs> I'm 22 years old, uh, and I am Mexican. <laughs> so that's just the basics about me. Um, Let's see, right now, obviously, I'm in North Dakota with you. Yes. What <laughs> brought you to North Dakota? <laughs> just like you, the circus. Yes. <laughs> the magical circus. The circus brings the circus brings us all to my North Dakota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the circus promises many things. <laughs> the circus Did you promises get it? many things. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. I actually come from a big family. Okay. I have five brothers and two sisters. Um, growing up, we had a decent childhood. Uh, mind you, all my brothers and all my sisters are stepbrothers, stepsisters. But I remember being little and I, I had said it in front of my mom one day. And I remember her getting angry at me and she goes, no, they are just your brothers and sisters. I do not believe yeah. in step whatever mm-hmm. uh, so like, okay i'm sorry whatever they're my brothers or sisters yeah um but yeah um what do i like to do well here the, well okay before i joined back home i used to party a lot mind you this is pre-covid yes yes <laughs> pre-covid had no idea if covid was even gonna happen mm-hmm. um like to party a lot i actually did volunteer i went to the gym I had three jobs at the time. I was going to college. I like my life busy. <laughs> I like to always be doing something because if I wasn't doing something, I just did not feel right. Yeah, it was weird. I remember I would like when on my breaks, I would sit down. I was like, "Dang, I really wish I could do something. What am I gonna do today?" Like it was all planned out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, it really changed. Um, COVID was happening. I wasn't able to leave base. You weren't able to leave the training grounds. The training grounds, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) because of the circus. Um, Actually, I really got a bad habit and it's so funny because I never thought I would even have this habit. I got into shopping. So I'd head to the store, buy some stuff, definitely stuff I didn't need. Yeah. I'd head to Amazon. I'd <laughs> buy stuff online. Yes. And I remember I had to catch myself. I'm like, hey, tell myself, you're not going to buy this because you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to hear that sometimes. Yes. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've been with you shopping. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I actually, I got back into sketching. Okay. Um, just sketching random things around the room. Like I would sketch plants, I would sketch the lamp, the bed. Like I so was. So you're pretty good with like 3D form and 
Yes. 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 That's what I always wanted to do. <laughs> I you should try it out. I can only do designs. It's very difficult for me to do like anything that has a shadow. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. stick figures, they work too. Yeah. Everybody can sketch. I could. <laughs> Someday. Someday. What are your What are your favorite podcasts that you listen to in your own life? Oh, oh, okay. Well, as a queer person as well, I also found a podcast that's hilarious. Okay. Um, made by two comedians. Mind you, I do love comedy. Yes. And it is called Inside the Closet with Mateo Lane and Emma Watson. Okay. Um, love them to death. It's just the stories that they tell, it's about their lives, yeah. them telling comedy, what they've been through, um, what's happening in their life right now in the moment. Um, and I remember listening to it, and like as a queer person, I mind you, I'm still not out to everybody. Mm -hmm. So there's people who still don't know back home. Yeah. Um, which in time I will tell them when I'm ready. Yeah. Or if they find out somehow, it's I'm, not going to freak you out. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like one of those things. Well, if it happens, mm -hmm. then it happens. Um, but yeah, <laughs> inside the closet. Um, it's funny because Matteo Lane, I find him adorable. Okay. He's a little Italian just talking about his food, his comedy, what okay. he does. He's very blunt. <laughs> Love it. As well as Emma Watson, I think. I always mess Let's up Let's check to make sure her name is actually Emma Watson. Okay, we're Googling we're right Googling. now. Inside, <laughs> yeah. It's Inside the inside Closet. Podcast because if it's Emma Watson, isn't Emma Watson like a yeah. celebrity woman? Woman, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because oh, no. we just called her. I was like, Emma Watson is really popular. Oh, I know. Okay, uh, Emma, Emma Wilman. W I L L N A. Yes, you know, she's a dirty blonde, and oh. you know, the, the blonde just they're all the same. I mean, look at your hair. So <laughs> the blonde are all the same. You've heard it here first. They're all the same. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I see a lot of blonde people in North Dakota. <laughs> well, naturally, it's, it's, it's home of the Scandinavian immigrants. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's a lot of Scandinavian immigrants. <laughs> if you talk to pretty much any North Dakotan person, they'll be like, yeah, well, yeah we're from Scandinavia. <laughs> Haven't you heard? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I've only heard of the West Coast and the East Coast. <laughs> Everything in between. I'm working on it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there. Yes. Catch me up to date. Um, yes. But yes, I listen to them. I also listen to the last podcast on the left. Okay. Only because... Which I discovered the other day is not about politics. It's not about, not about politics okay. at all. Sounds like it is, but it's yes. not. <laughs> Trust me, it's not. I love horror and films, like horror films and just... Okay. You can call me weird all you want, but I don't care. Okay. Horror films, serial killers... And yes. just I think that crime. that's a like a gay slash like young white girl stereotype. Yeah. Is like I love serial killers. And there's like <laughs> no explanation. Yeah. Just like that. I just love them. Yeah. Um and they talk about all of that. It's more of like a comedy podcast. Okay. That's why I listen to them. Yes. Um they'll make up little stories on their own, little games, and they'll voice the actors. Hilarious, um, but yeah, I'll be driving to work. Well, back then, before I joined, I drive to work and yes. just listen to this <laughs> podcast about Ted Bundy 
Oh, good. <laughs> or, or some like serial killer slashing someone up. And it's so funny because I used to work with kids and going to work listening to something like that. Yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah, that's kind of nine day. Yeah, completely nice. nine day. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to have something like when you're on your way to somewhere that really doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing. Oh, yeah. I feel like if you're in the news industry, you're not going to drive to your to your broadcasting listening. company yeah. with like the news playing because <laughs> that'd just be too much. Yes. It's like uh, trying to get away from work. Yeah. That's all I want to do. What um, kind of music do you like? I like to throw it back. So I'll do 90s um, R&B. Uh, I do listen to rap, but not all the time. Nowadays, it's like, wow. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> But okay. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that, it just depends on who you listen to. <laughs> I listen to indie as well. Indie um, is one of my favorites. I first got into it, let's see, I was fairly young. Uh, I think it was in middle school, eighth grade or something like that. Okay. Um, let's see what else I listened to. Uh, little bands like Kings of Leon. Yeah. Um, the Luminaires is really good as well. Okay. Um, I feel like that's very classic for like where you're from in California and also just like people who consider themselves hipsters. Like you have to like the Lumineers. You have yeah. to like Ophelia. Like, oh yeah. You <laughs> um, You know, it's so funny that you say that because I remember when I first joined, I was like, okay, I'm from California. I don't want to be the stereotype. I don't want yeah. them to judge me on it or whatever. And I feel like, yeah, in the circus, there are a lot of people from the South. And so when you first go to initial training and it's like really like it's more difficult, it's the more difficult portion. Like you've got to meet all these other people, all these other guys from different, different places, places all yeah. over the place. And sometimes that can be a shock. Oh, like, big culture shock. Sometimes it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and well, I just try not to be that stereotype, but when somebody asks you what you like, you're not going to lie and say something completely yeah. different. So I would say like, oh, I like the Lumineers or, oh, this is what I do on my free time. Um, I like coffee shops. I like little boutiques and stuff like that. And it's so funny being in the circus, you try and there's this stereotype of a typical man in the circus. True. And I we all know that stereotype. Like yes. most men in the circus are gonna be strong, clean cut, they're gonna be disciplined, like more Republican, yeah. more conservative, just generally. Not always, not too often. <laughs> depends on depends on like which um like circus joint. Which search, yes. Yeah, like <laughs> you join. <laughs> yeah, like which circus you're a part of, it just depends. But like it, it is difficult to fall out of that mold. Didn't yeah. somebody in your in your like training initial training say like you have a California accent and you were yeah. like no you have an accent <laughs> yeah uh, when they told me that I was like Californians don't have an accent yeah what are well, you talking about <laughs> there's like there, I don't think there's as much a California accent as there's like a way that some people from California talk and everyone who's not from California expects everyone from California to talk that way. Yeah. It's like a lot of up talk and it's a lot of, like, it's mostly just like the gay stereotype, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's how people expect people from California to talk. 
So maybe they were just like trying, trying to, to say it in a nice way. Like, yeah. Hey, you sound gay. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> so they were like, you sound like you're from California. <laughs> you know what's so funny when you say that is I always thought that I didn't sound gay or yeah. I wasn't like gay. That's all things I, Yeah, the things I would do, like the classic like... Um, Cuffing your jeans. Cuffing your yeah. jeans. <laughs> All my jeans back home, I cut. To listeners, it sounds like you just said the classic, and I just put in <laughs> just cuffing your jeans. But for listeners at home, he started to he started to sort of point to his jeans. Yeah. I didn't just predict that completely. So, yeah, that's... Yeah. And just trying to break that mold, there's no breaking it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. There's no breaking it. And there's it. nothing wrong with it either. Sometimes stereotypes are true, as long as you as a person recognize that sometimes they're not true. Oh, yeah. And that you shouldn't like put them onto people before you get to know them, then then there's really not much wrong with them. What's wrong with stereotypes is when you let them define people for you and you don't try to get to know them outside of that. Preach. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there is a honestly. I look back and I do miss my old life. But at the same time, I have to realize where I where I am, and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Once I finish with this, I'm going straight back home. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> where my favorite people are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's yeah. It's just realizing that. And when I joined, my biggest fear was going somewhere where there was nothing to do. Yeah. And, and well, yeah, yeah, that kind of <laughs> nothing to do. That almost happened. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then not like having some having something of my own to busy yourself. Or yeah, to, yeah, and part of that is like what we're taught, which is to constantly be productive in our own way. You know, if your job doesn't take up all of your time, then you should be working a part time job and things like that. But at the same time, there is value in that. There is like there is something nice and and something that can help you like not like be more sad and that's like you know sometimes busyness does help us a little bit yeah. in part if it's it's not too too great um, but yeah for me like there is something nice and and something that can help you like not like be more sad and that's like. You know, sometimes busyness does help us a little bit yeah. in part. If it's it's not too too great. Um, but yeah, for me personally, like when I joined the circus, it was like a I I just wanted to get out. I wanted to fly like in airplanes more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, the classic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well I wanted oh, do to you fly. <laughs> I wanted to like get out of Michigan because I was born in Ohio, moved to Michigan when I was a year old. So I'd spent my whole life that I could remember in the same house. Um, I moved out when I was 18, spent about a year in other places, like in other homes, Um, spent a short period of time in my own home before I then um, joined the circus. And for me, it was like, I don't care where I go as long as I you know, go to usually the training grounds are in Texas. So I was like, as long as I go to Texas for training and then wherever the circus sends me, wherever I go after that will be different from Michigan. 
um, Michigan doesn't have too much involvement with the circus on like a national scale. So I knew that I probably wouldn't make it back to Michigan. I might make it back to Ohio or to places nearby. Yeah. But I just knew that I'd go somewhere else. And that was enough to get me into it. And the fact that when I'm done, after a while, I can, you know, maybe move back to Michigan or move wherever I want to and get an education for myself. Mm-hmm. That was enough to to just make me decide to get into it. Uh, mine was to go overseas. That is my yeah. biggest dream, especially to Italy, because... A lot of circus troops are able to go to Italy or yes. to Germany or, like, different places overseas. And that that's the dream for pretty much every person I've ever talked to who's joined the oh, circus yeah. <laughs> in the United States. It's like, I want to get out. <laughs> and... Um, Unfortunately, it's just very difficult um, to like ensure that that happens. Like you yeah. really can't. Um, they're going to no send you wherever they want to. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you got to make the best of your situation. Yes. And that's what we're doing here in yes. North Dakota. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I am like very quickly trying to pick up on the accent and so that I can just walk into like Target. Do me a favor. Do the accent for me. Okay. So this is, this. All right. He's so, been practicing. Yes. So this will be the first time I do the, the accent on this podcast. And then and throughout the, the, the series, maybe like the, the first episode of the next season, I'm going to try it again. That way we can like measure my improvement. Okay. So the thing that I usually do to like get myself into the accent is, is I'll say, you know, I was thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about. <laughs> and so um, let me be like, okay. So I was thinking about going to Target, and I thought, <laughs> and that's, you'd think that that's too strong, right? You'd be like, okay, so I was thinking about going to Target, and I thought I'd go down and get some things for my, for the, for the bedroom, and then, but it's not, because you'll talk to somebody who's been here their whole life, and who really has the accent down, and they sound even more extreme than that, and it's basically <laughs> just like calm Irish. It's yes. not, yeah, it's not, yes, okay. like, like courageously Irish it's just (laughs) calm Irish so like you just kind of say so I was thinking about going to Target and getting some things for my bedroom and I went down and I got some I got some pillows and I got some some covers for the pillows can can you say candles candles (laughs) it sounds really random but I just love candles and I want to hear it wait (laughs) so I was thinking thinking about Candles? Yeah, yes, I can candles. say I can say candles. Okay, do you want to, do you want to end the context of the North Dakota accent? Of course. Okay, so oh no. <laughs> I'm this is a bad No one from North Dakota is gonna like this podcast. <laughs> They're gonna be like those people are so rude. <laughs> We're gonna be one of the most hated people here. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna be like people from outside North Dakota someday are gonna meet people from North Dakota. And they're going to be like, oh, have you heard the podcast, North Dakota has Wi-Fi? And they're going to be like, that podcast is not a good representation of North Dakota. Like, in the same way that Mormons hate the Book of Mormon oh. as a play, which is understandable. It is. Um, you know what's so funny is, I'm curious what they think about outsiders. Like, well, it's like, <laughs> especially like people who are not only like in the circus, but don't fit that same like idea of people in the circus as being like you know more conservative and more republican like i i always imagine that they're like oh these these outsiders <laughs> these foreigners they don't understand <laughs> you, you know hey, we brought the population up <laughs> yes true so i feel like 
Um, when I was in um, Texas, I heard somebody say to somebody, they were like, the people that are coming here, they just need to know how to vote like a Texan. Oh, and I thought what? that was so sweet. <laughs> and it's like so innocent. And and that's, I think, what most like conservative people who are in like more rural states think of people who come in and like think differently from them. It's like, no, you just got to think like us. It's not hard. <laughs> no, no. You know what I do love about conservatives? Okay. The only thing, and it's going to sound like it's going to be random. sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Feels but like it's going to be sarcastic. They make the best sweet tea ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> like, I can kill for some sweet tea. Like from Chick-fil-A? Yeah. They also not even Chick-fil-A. From like Popeyes. <laughs> I'm vegetarian. I can't have that. Okay. <laughs> and that's another stereotype. Oh. <laughs> We're not all the same. Okay. No, mostly the same. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> We're unique. Yes. But before yes. we go, um, who is who is an author or just a person? Who is a person? that you like and that has been who's been an influence to you in your life just say their name and that's all i'm just kidding no you oh, can I say, say something like, about uh, them <laughs> i have i don't look at my memory banks and just like oh yeah <laughs> well let's see i have a few back home okay um one of them was diana Diana's from back home. She's a friend of mine. Okay, uh, not a celebrity. Not a celebrity. Okay. <laughs> not as popular as you. <laughs> She's playing. Yeah. Okay. She's trying to attack me. Uh, <laughs> um, she's a very outgoing person. She's very independent. Okay. And that's what I love about her. Like an independent bookstore? <laughs> Almost like your favorite Barnes and Noble. No, Barnes and Noble is not <laughs> that independent. independent. But you know, <laughs> the tax aren't working for me today. Okay. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, Diana, she's helped me get to where I wanted to be. Okay. Um, which was in the circuit. <laughs> she's got me where I wanted to be. She's gotten me into fitness and health, and she's introduced me to a lot of amazing people. Um, and she just helped me realize like where I wanted to be, which was in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I just want to thank her because she's a very special person to me. Yeah. And I wish her nothing but the best. What about you? Who, so who, <laughs> who inspires Levi? One person that I, that I really love is, um, the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh. He is a Vietnamese peace activist. He was nominated for the Nobel Prize by Martin Luther King Jr. Like, he's a really special person. Um, and I have been into his books and his talks that he gives for quite a while. Um, and he's one of my favorite, like, Buddhist thought teachers and favorite, favorite authors, really. But he's been a major influence on me in the last couple years of my life and like what is near and dear to my heart um he now lives in france i believe in at his um monastery of plum plum village before we continue yes. can you say his name again uh Thich Nhat Hanh. Thich Nhat Hanh? yeah okay just had to make sure <laughs> yeah it's um i think that it's like a 
it's like a normal pronunciation of the eyes and like e oh so like okay. Han. Um, okay but i honestly have heard it pronounced a lot of different ways a lot of people say Han. Yes. Um, but I, I think I listened to a, an audiobook where the person who was narrating it said Tina. So, yeah, he's a he is a Buddhist master in in France. In France, just living from in Vietnam. A, how old is he? He is actually. Let me Google that. Um, he's 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 a little bit up there, and he's sort of living out um, the last of his life. He's he's eighty four years old. Oh. 94, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, still alive, huh? Yeah. Still kicking. And his given name, like, that he was born with, um, is something else. His last name is Wen, as is, oh, okay. know, normal for people from Vietnam. I need his secrets. To be alive at 94? Oh, my God. Well, mindfulness meditation is pretty much his secret, so <laughs> I mean, it's right there. Something else. <laughs> and good health. I think he's vegetarian. Oh, perks. Definitely. Let me support all my fellow vegetarians. Yes. So, yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh is somebody that is meaningful to me. Hopefully, we will do an episode about him. And it'll mostly just be me telling you about him. You know what? Here's why you should like him. No choice. But, you know, before we do that, I have to do my research. Yes, yes. Yes. I will come with like a full. No, but just Good. back to back. That's what we need. All right. <laughs> All right. So that is our introductory episode. Um, we hope that you got to know us a little bit. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to submit a message. Maybe we could do a thing where we have like a little question and answer session mm-hmm. at the end of every episode. It just depends on what you as a listener want. And yeah, if you have... Make any, them hard. Make them interesting. Make them difficult questions. Yes. Yes, yes. None, none of these light questions, like, where do you go snowboarding, <laughs> like, d- the deep questions, the deep questions, like, where would you go snowboarding if you could go anywhere? It doesn't have to be about snowboarding either, to yeah, be clear, because I've never done it in my life. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done much snowboarding either, so definitely, like, in fact, don't ask us about that. Yes. But anything you like. And, yeah, mm-hmm. let's call that... Let's call it a rodeo. <laughs> if you guys want to send me some cookies or something. No, but you can't, what do you mean? mean? You never know. No, you can't just start soliciting for cookies on a podcast. Who doesn't like cookies? No, no, no. no, no, no. That's not a normal podcast thing. Okay. For me. All right. Like, please don't send him cookies. Send me. I repeat. Send no cookies. Don't listen to this one. All right. Signing off. Signing off. That's, that's all. That's all for... North Dakota has Wi-Fi with Levi River and Adrian Hernandez. All right, see you later.